Hello and welcome to another episode of The Shutter Perspective. I'm your host, Jimmy. And in this episode, I would like to talk about how to adjust uh, camera settings for different environments. As a beginner in photography, learning how to adjust your settings uh, for different environments is vital. No matter what your niche of uh, photography is, you need to be able to understand how to adjust your settings to achieve the desired results. So in this episode I will talk about a few different uh, niches of photography and some uh, suggestions on camera settings. Um, when it comes to landscape photography, the key is to capture the vastness and beauty of nature. To enhance the depth and details of your photos, it is recommended to use a small aperture, which is a high f number, to increase the depth of field. This will ensure that both the foreground and background are in focus. Additionally, using a tripod can help stabilize your camera and reduce any blurriness caused by camera shake. I would also recommend using the lowest ISO possible to minimize noise and maximize both sharpness and color accuracy. Street photography, on the other hand, requires quick thinking and adaptability. In this fast-paced environment, one option is to use a wide aperture, low f number, to create a shallow depth of field, and this will allow you to isolate your subject from the busy background, highlighting the main focal point of your image. Adjusting your ISO settings to a higher value can also help you capture sharp shots in low light situations. Alternatively, you can use a small aperture, high f number, to capture more of a scene in focus, which might convey a story better than subject isolation. In this case, bump up the ISO to whatever is necessary to keep the shutter speed at around 1 500th of a second to 1000th of a second. Grain or noise caused by high ISO is not a big deal in street photography. In portrait photography, the focus is on capturing the emotions and essence of your subject. To achieve this, it is recommended to use a medium aperture to maintain a balance between the subject and the background. This will create a pleasing bokeh effect where the background is softly blurred, drawing attention to the subject. Additionally, adjusting your white balance settings can achieve can help achieve accurate skin tones and enhance the overall mood of the image. Setting the correct exposure is also a huge aspect in achieving accurate skin tones. One way of ensuring this is to expose for the skin, which you can do by filling the frame with the subject's face and adjusting the exposure until the exposure compensation scale and or histogram is centered. And uh, what I mean with a balance between the subject and the background is that you don't want to set such a large aperture that you get so 
narrow depth of field that, uh, let's say, if you focus on the eyes, which you should always do in portrait photography, uh, in my opinion, you don't want the tip of the nose to be blurry or other facial features to be uh, out of focus and just maybe have one eye sharp. At least it's not something that I appreciate, but everyone has his or her taste. Uh, anyway, uh, documentary photography aims to tell a story and capture real life moments, often in changing environments. In this genre, you need to be prepared for different lighting conditions and be somewhat comfortable with your camera and the settings. Adjusting your camera's exposure compensation can help you capture the right amount of light in challenging situations. Additionally, shooting in RAW format allows for maximum flexibility during post-processing, ensuring that you can fine-tune the image according to your intentions. But remember, an all-white overexposed pixel can never be recovered. And with that I mean, when it comes to digital photography, it's paramount that you capture details in the highlights. If you get a white area, there is no way to recover it. But if you underexpose an image, chances are you, you can bump up the exposure quite a bit to get details in the shadows, with some grain of course, but you can save a lot of the shadows in a digital image, but you can never recover a blown out, blown out pixel. And also when you're shooting in RAW format, instead of uh, JPEG, you get this uncompressed, like a digital negative with the biggest dynamic range. Since the JPEG is uh, a compressed format, the distance between the deepest shadows and the brightest highlights are not as wide as what you can capture in a raw format. So I suggest shooting in raw format all of the time. If you have got the time to do post-processing, you should shoot in raw, at least for paid work where you need to be able to deliver to a client. You have this maximum flexibility when shooting in RAW. But as you delve deeper into the art of photography, um, experimenting with different camera settings and techniques in various environments will help you develop your own unique style. And remember to practice regularly and keep pushing the boundaries of your creativity. And uh, with time and dedication, you will master the craft and capture incredible images that tell your own stories. And personally, uh, even if today's cameras offer advanced automatic shooting modes, I always shoot in manual mode, because this offers maximum control and makes uh, batch processing in post-production much, much easier. 
because automatic modes are often full by bright or dark areas and changes the exposure back and forth, which forces you to fine-tune every picture individually and might even cause the wrong full exposure. So like if you are if you're shooting in a automatic mode and you point the camera towards the sky it will give you one exposure but then if you include more of the ground or shadows uh, caused by trees or whatever it will be a completely different exposure setting and that might not be what you want so what I mean is if you if you're out and taking pictures you could just set your exposure in manual mode or the, the your goal in my opinion should be to become comfortable setting your exposure in manual mode because then you you will get a a lot of images with the same exposure and you can apply your settings in post-production in a batch process like selecting all images and apply the same settings so that's what I recommend anyway okay but that was um, basically what I wanted to talk about in this episode a few tips on how to adjust the camera settings setting the best settings for different types of uh, photography. To recap, when it comes to landscape photography, you should probably want a small aperture to have the maximum depth of field. Using a tripod can help to stabilize your camera and keep your ISO down. In street photography, the high ISO is not such a big deal. Uh, it's more important to freeze the subject than get sharp images. And when I'm out taking pictures, I usually don't go under one five hundredth of a second. And if I'm shooting sports, I wouldn't go below one one thousand of a second. And then when it comes to portrait photography, you can have a large aperture to create a pleasing bokeh effect. You know where the background is uh, blurred. And you need to expose for the skin. And you do that by filling the frame with a part of the subject skin. And adjust the exposure until the exposure compensation scale or histogram is centered. Okay, so I hope you have learned at least something today, something new. And if you want to hear more, like more episodes like this, I suggest that you subscribe. And uh, I would like to know what you want to hear more about in the future. So please reach out if there's something in particular that you would uh, like to be included in a future episode. I thank you so much for listening. And I hope you will be with me in the next episode. Now, go out and practice what we have talked about today. And take care.